What is an MMM degree? What physicians should consider getting one? What physicians should not? How does it differ from an MBA? Learn the answers to these questions and many more on this episode of the Talk To Me Doc podcast. Welcome to the Talk To Me Doc podcast, where it's all about serving the early career physician. Let's talk about the unique issues that face us so we can create a better future for ourselves and those to come. And now your host, Dr. Andrew Tisser. Hey everybody, it's Andrew, and welcome back to the Talk To Me Doc podcast. I'm so happy you're here. For my returning listeners, thank you so much. For my new listeners, welcome. Because today, like on every episode, I'm bringing you the best guests from all around healthcare and beyond to discuss issues relating to the early career physician. Today, I have Rebecca Apple on the show. Rebecca Apple is the director of the Master of Medical Management program at Carnegie Mellon University and a medical ethicist at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Apple has worked in bioethics for 15 years with both hospital and hospice settings with a special interest in organizational ethics. She teaches medical ethics to first and third year medical students, applied ethical analysis to graduate students, and organizational ethics to physicians. Apple consults with hospitals and health systems around the country and has designed and delivered education to the American College of Cardiology and the American Medical Women's Association, among others. She earned her master's degree in bioethics from the University of South Florida and a doctorate in health sciences from A.T. Still University. Well, let's get Rebecca onto the show. Rebecca Apple, welcome to the Talk To Me Doc podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. I've recorded a little bit about you, um, but could you briefly introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Sure. My name is Rebecca Apple. I'm the director of the Master of Medical Management program, which is a degree exclusively for physicians at Carnegie Mellon University. Awesome. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, we've talked a little bit about MBAs on the show in the past, and I want to bring wanted to bring you on the show to talk about the MMM program because really not a lot of institutions offer it. Uh, it is a bit unique, and I'm sure really not all that many physicians know about it. And uh, so we want to hear more. So what what is the MMM and what, what makes it different? Sure. So the MMM, I would say um, it, it's, it typically comes up during conversations about MBAs for physicians. And I think uh, the most important thing for any physician who's thinking about getting additional um, leadership and management education is for them to determine the kind of culture they're interested in um, pursuing for further learning. Um, the MMM, we certainly cover all of the um, topics that would be covered in a traditional MBA program, but we also put a special focus on strategy, information management, and um, leadership skills from a variety of disciplines. Okay. So it's, it's not just healthcare then, uh, or is it, I mean, it's focused on physicians, but you're bringing in talent from outside of healthcare. Yes, that's right. Um, when you think of Carnegie Mellon university, probably the first thing you think about is innovation. Um, we do not have a medical school at Carnegie Mellon university. So we bring faculty in who, have expertise in areas such as um, cybersecurity and international leadership and entrepreneurialism and venture capital. Um, so we're, what the docs really get is a very broad 
view of how healthcare is being addressed across the world um, and how we can apply principles of business to healthcare in a way that's never been done before. Wow, that's really cool. I, I did not know that. So um, that's certainly a, a unique approach. How how's the program? I'm going to get right into the nitty gritty of it with you, if that's okay. How's the program structured? No, I appreciate getting right into the nitty gritty. So um, the MMM, we have been, we are in September, we'll be welcoming our 30th cohort of physicians. And so they, it is um, a cohort hybrid model in that the docs come to campus four times over the course of 18 months, and they're with us for about four days. And then in between, they are working in lockstep with one another um, on online courses. And those online courses are asynchronous, although they are scheduled. So for example, we would say, oh, for the month of February, you're going to be studying health law. Um, but there's no specific time or day that you have to log in in the month of February, because we're trying to make this uh, as flexible and we're trying to be as accommodating as possible because we do understand um, that all of our all of the students in the program are practicing clinicians. Yeah, that's great. I know that's certainly on a lot of people's minds when when they start talking about going to school and getting extra schooling is how's it going to work work and, and family and everything else. So um, that's pretty interesting. And and so those those different times you actually have to be on campus. I'd imagine those are pretty immersive full days. You know, those are pet jam packed four days, I would imagine. Right. They absolutely are. And they're scheduled months, years, actually, in advance. So our docs are able to make sure that it fits their calendars. Um, and we try and, you know, interject some levity there. Um, we try and show them around Pittsburgh and um, introduce them to as many faculty from CMU as we can. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a lot of classroom time as well. Pittsburgh's a pretty cool city. I mean, I'm out here. I'm in Buffalo, so we're pretty close to each other. And uh, I know when my wife was interviewing for fellowship programs, we just got to spend some time in Pittsburgh, and uh, I enjoyed it. A lot of a lot of good food, a lot of cool people. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I moved to Pittsburgh for the MMM program. Um, I've been peripherally involved with the program since its inception back in the '90s, and um, when I got the call, um, I was living in Florida. And they wanted to talk about my potentially um, becoming the director. And I just feel as though, you know, it's that kind of phone call you wait your whole life for because I just, I, I love Pittsburgh and I love CMU. And I'm just so proud of the MMM and what our alum have been able to accomplish. And, and also, I, I mean, I have to say the docs who have been working toward them, their MMM and just got their MMM during the pandemic, that's just incredible fortitude. And I have the utmost respect for all of them. Oh yeah. I can imagine that's, that had its own challenges. So, you know, you brought it up as to what some of your alums have, have accomplished. Do you have any notable examples or, or maybe some, something position, some, some positions that MMMs have allowed some of your graduates to accomplish or, uh, you know, you want to brag a little bit about some of your graduates? Yeah, I love to brag about them. Yes. Um, so one alum, she graduated two years ago. She is now the chief medical information officer at St. Jude's. Um, another alum, I believe three years ago, 
is the chief physician executive at Centra Health. Uh, another fresh alum is the chief clinical officer of Sparrow Health System. Another alum is the CEO of Cincinnati Children's Hospital. So yeah, we've got some amazing physicians who come through our program. Um, I'm just always in complete awe of everything that they're able to accomplish um, while working at either as full-time physicians or doing a mixture of clinical and administrative work while they're pursuing the degree. Yeah, that's amazing. And I, I can imagine the the network that you that you kind of get to work out over time. You know, you I mean, you you probably know a doc in, in every city, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been working in um, you know, physician education and advising for a long time because I'm very old. And so I do know docs all over the country and it's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, you know, on the last episode when I, we were talking about MBAs, uh, we were talking a little bit about who's the right kind of person that should pursue an MBA versus the wrong kind of person. Uh, well, maybe not wrong, but maybe going at it for the wrong reasons. Um, so what do you think is the, is the type of doc uh, that should pursue the MMM degree? Um, you know, obviously people who are looking towards CMO, CEO, C-suite type jobs, that, that would be helpful. But what do you think um, is kind of, to the to the early career physicians listening, who should think about getting their MMM degree versus maybe who should not? Sure, that's a good question. Um, and I will say, the docs who come to our program, it's a very self-selected group. You know, um, it's folks who have a lot of drive and are just... Um, really curious about how they can continue to contribute. I think what happens many times um, early in their careers, there's there's a concern on the part of physicians that they might not be fulfilling their purpose um, if they move completely into an administrative role. And so what I've been able to, to witness is that, you know, docs who have moved into administrative roles, whether it's full-time or part-time, they actually have just as phenomenal an impact on patients. It's just at a greater level. It's just, you know, um, across systems, they have um, an effect on patients and and their loved ones. So I think, um, I do think it's important that docs get a fair amount of clinical expertise, you know, post-residency to really understand, um, frankly, what it is they might not understand, uh, ferret out the challenges and determine where, what areas of the healthcare industry, you know, you can make a difference in, because we already know, right. Once you get through residency, we already know that you can make a difference in patient care. Um, mastering the business side of healthcare is something completely different and clinical mastery does not translate to administrative mastery. Yeah, I like all those points a lot. And, you know, as I've slowly taken on more administrative roles myself, I've noticed that, you know, A, that it takes a certain kind of person to actually enjoy the work. Um, and then B, you do, if you do it well, you do get to make an impact on so many more patients um, and physicians and oh, everyone, um, kind of the, the higher up the ladder you climb. So 
Uh, I, yeah, I agree with that point. And, uh, and I think, I think it's a good one. Um, do you, do you see many or, or some of your graduates going into like the tech space into like startups and, and digital health and things like that? Or do you, do many of your graduates stay within like the hospital system? Uh, I would say the majority of docs when they come to us, um, are predominantly interested in that CMO CEO role. I do know though, um, several physicians who have really, um, that they, they'd never thought about some of the concepts that they learned with regard to digital transformation and, and so on uh, while they were at CMU. So I do know um, a number of docs who have moved into um, startups and done um, lots of interesting things in telehealth right on the tail of COVID. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're taking it in a lot of interesting directions. And I think that is probably one of the, one of the, greatest benefits of CMU because there are just all of these incredible minds, um, this swarm of creativity and lots and lots of connections. Yeah, I would imagine. So that's pretty interesting. So, you know, let's say I'm, I'm a doc and I'm a few years at a residency and I want to be CMO one day. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking about MBAs versus the MMM versus, you know, maybe a master's in public health or some of these other advanced degrees. Um, you know, how do I make the decision? You know, what, what sets the MM, I know you've talked a bit about what sets the MMM apart, but maybe you could tell us a little bit more about people that are still on the fence with, oh, maybe I'll just get a traditional MBA with a healthcare focus versus, uh, an MMM degree. Sure. And, you know, I, I do want to say there are so many degree programs out there and, there are so many wonderful degree programs out there. When I talk with excitement about the MMM, um, it's because I really do believe anything that we do within our program is with the goal of helping physicians to take charge of healthcare in this country. We don't make a single curriculum change. We don't do anything without thinking, how is this going to propel physicians forward to lead healthcare in this country? Um, that's, that's really, um, you know, our, our guiding light, so to speak. So I think in terms of what sets us apart, um, it's that philosophy. And we have folks, we have um, health experts, health economists and finance managers and um, project manager experts who all have that exact same mindset, regardless of what industry they specialized in or came from. So I do think that makes things a little bit different than um, taking an executive program with a focus on healthcare. I also think that the MMM is uh, a wonderful program because it is exclusively for physicians. Um, I, I believe that the networking and the common ground that the docs find within the cohort is very valuable. And I think that those are bonds that they create that last forever. Um, you mentioned the master of public health. And I think, you know, it, it is important for someone to determine why exactly they want to get this other degree. And this is kind of like a mantra that I have. So um, I forgive, or please forgive if anybody has heard me say this before. But what I tell docs is 
you know, there the chance of a chief financial officer going to med school, finishing residency, and maybe doing a fellowship to better understand your perspective is slim to none. So yet again, the onus is on physicians to get more training and more education. And that's what the MMM is all about, to make sure that you can speak the language of the folks like the CFOs and the CIOs. Um, it's it's just, of course, a little bit more work, but docs are used to that, right? <laughs> oh, I like that. And, you know, it, it, I've been a member of a lot of different organizations and all, only one of them was had a physician CEO. And uh, I will say it ran pretty darn well. Um, and it's 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 more there. We're seeing it more and more. You know, I, I think it was rare to see a physician CEO uh, in the last like 10, 15 years. But there's there's been a lot more of a push to, for it. And uh, I think it, as as more companies are seeing also that having a chief medical officer, even if you have nothing to do with healthcare, when a you know pandemic rolls around um, can be helpful. Um, just the more physicians we have in leadership, uh, I think the better, as I'm sure you agree. Absolutely. Cool. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's a great option uh, for physicians and, and really nice to hear about some of the, the nuts and bolts of the program and, and everything you've told us thus far. Um, I just want to ask you a couple more questions about yourself, if that's okay. Um, okay, sure. And uh, so other, besides training amazing physician leaders and, <laughs> and bringing them all to Pittsburgh, what do you like to do for fun? for fun. Well, um, I, I also teach, um, I teach the med students at Pitt and I teach the physicians in the MMM program. And I'm also one of the medical ethicists at UPMC. Um, for fun, I have, um, two rescue dogs who are a little wacky and they keep me pretty busy. That is, they do. Dogs do keep you busy. So, uh, running up and down those hills in uh, Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> right, exactly. How many bridges is there? There's uh, quite a few. There are more uh, than 400 bridges in <laughs> Pittsburgh. More bridges than anywhere else. Even don't know in fact, everybody. That. Not only the Steelers, but there are bridges. Um, do you have a book recommendation for the listeners? Uh, this is actually a book that I require in the class I teach in the MMM, but um, I can't say enough about the book Priced Out by Uwe Reinhardt. Um, Reinhardt was a healthcare economist and philosopher um, who we lost several years ago, but his final book was just phenomenal. And it never ceases to get to elicit wonderfully emotional um, and insightful responses from physician readers. So Priced Out. Okay, I, that's next on my list. So I will check that out. Uh, and if you, you've given us advice so far, and, and we've talked a lot about these, these programs or whatnot, but if you had a single piece of advice for the early career physician, what would that be? I think my single piece of advice would be find a way every single day to remind yourself that your health is just as important as the health of everyone else. Even if that's just taking three minutes to go into a closet and shut the door and just be with yourself and be with your breath because the pressure on physicians um, is enormous. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about, you know, getting back to baseline after COVID. Well, baseline for physicians wasn't that great. 
<laughs> so what what I would say is remember that you are just as important as everyone else and take care of yourself and give yourself just two to five minutes every day. That's great advice and really one that cannot be repeated enough times because uh, we really, unfortunately, we're, we're losing physicians not only from burnout to, to, the, to other professions, but uh, suicide and other mental health concerns as well because of the enormous pressure. So you got to take care of yourself to take care of others. So I love that. Um, Rebecca, uh, do you, what's the website for uh, the MMM? How can we find out more? Well, it's kind of a, a clunky kind of um, <laughs> website, but if you go to um, www.heinz, like the ketchup, dot cmu as in carnegie mellon university dot edu okay and then you'll you'll be able to see the master of medical management i'll put a direct link in the in the show notes for everybody um thank you so much for coming on the show and and talking about the mmm degree uh it really sounds like you got a great program down there and uh and i hope everybody would uh will check it out that has interest in becoming the next physician leader Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That was a really fascinating show with Rebecca Apple. I really appreciated her discussing the nitty gritty of the degree, who should get an MMM, the differences between MMMs and MBAs, and bragging about some of her recent graduates who have really gone on to do some amazing things. Thank you again for listening. I hope what you found here is valuable. If you enjoyed the show, please leave me a honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, as well as sharing it with at least three of your friends and colleagues. I know they're going to love it. The other thing I'd like you to do after listening is go to my website at andrewtisserdo.com, where you can find all the podcasts, helpful resources, and more. That's all we have for tonight, everybody. So thank you and keep talking. All opinions expressed by the guest in this episode are solely the guest opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Andrew Tisser Do, Talk to Me Doc LLC, or any affiliates thereof. The guest opinions are based upon information he or she considers reliable, but Andrew Tisser Do, Talk to Me Doc LLC, nor any affiliates thereof warrant its completeness or accuracy. The guest, Andrew Tisser Do, Talk to Me Doc LLC, or any affiliates thereof are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided in this episode. The guest statements and opinions are subject to change without notice.